0: Again, smmarketingsociety.com.
1: Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever changing world of social media.
0: On today's show, we're going to explore TikTok growth, the algorithm, and a lot more with Giselle Ugardi. If you want to understand how to benefit from these TikTok changes, then be sure to stick around. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. Did you know that 89% of marketers want to learn more about content marketing? 89%. And because of this, we have an entire track at Social Media Marketing World dedicated to, ta-da, content marketing. You can learn from legends such as Anne Hanley, Marcus Sheridan, Sean Cannell, Pat Flynn, and a ton more. Check it out by visiting socialmediamarketing.world to get your all-access ticket. And of course, we cover a lot more than just content marketing. And now for this week's expert guest, Giselle Ugardi is an online performance coach specializing in TikTok. She's been on my other podcast. Her course is called TikTok Accelerator. Giselle, welcome to the show. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon. So don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today.
1: Hello, and I'm so excited to be at Social Media Marketing World too.
0: I am super excited that you're gonna be there as well. (laughs) What I would love to start with is some of the new research that's come out and and there's some fascinating stuff here. First of all, Forrester Research said that 63%, of U.S. Gen Z users, which is pretty much teenagers, are using TikTok. And I just want to know what your thoughts are on that.
1: I mean, it just goes to show how much this platform really has taken over. But here's the thing. Most of the platforms that we use, it starts out as something that Gen Z loves and then older demographics begin to adopt it. What I don't want is for you to hear that stat and you're like, yep, it's all kids. Like That's really not what it is because at this point, 70% of TikTok users are over the age of 20 and more than 40 are over the age of 30. And so what are you waiting for if this is something that you're thinking about jumping into, you can't use that excuse anymore of it's just kids. But also, again, our kids are always going to direct where things are going. And TikTok has very much put a sledgehammer on the social media landscape as a whole, especially as we're seeing other platforms adopt short form vertical video. And even in the way that content is recommended, And what I mean by that is when you log into TikTok, you have your following feed just like every other platform. But the default feed, the feed that people go most to is that for you feed where the content is quite literally, customized for you. It's based off of recommendation. It's based off of what you've been watching the most, not just what you're engaging the most in, but what you're spending the most time watching. And we're starting to see more and more of that even on, say, Instagram. And so there's a lot that we can learn, not just from the kids, but from the platform as a whole. And if you're not paying attention, you need to start paying attention.
0: You know, another really interesting data point that is kind of a shocker is Cloudflare, which is a website that kind of sits between websites and the rest of the internet. And it's really kind of the protector of the internet, if you will. And a really good data tracker said that for the first time ever, TikTok took the number one slot above Google. I mean, like, (laughs) what the heck?
1: Can you believe that? What was your reaction when you heard that?
0: I was like doesn't surprise me kind of, but does a little (laughs) bit. What are your thoughts?
1: It's the kind of thing where everyone is leaning into it, whether you want to admit it or not. TikTok has very much been making headlines. And certainly in 2020, when it got a little political and when there was a moment where we thought that TikTok was maybe going to get banned, like with a big question mark. But again, it just goes to show that like people are wondering, and I think there's this piece of you where, you know, maybe it's that you don't want to eat that piece of humble pie and have to start from, zero somewhere else. It's that constant complaint of I'm feeling overwhelmed. Do I have to add one more platform? Do I really have to do video? And again, if you really think that it's purely a conversation about TikTok, you're seriously missing out on just in general, what people are wanting out of their content, what people are wanting out of a platform. And TikTok is very much listening. And so to hear the fact that it surpassed Google, I mean, that's just bananas. But even speaking of Google, take a look at what happens when you Google something now when you're using Mobile. No longer are we just simply seeing the traditional YouTube wide videos, but now we're seeing short form vertical be indexed. And so it is very much seeping into every single aspect of the way that we're consuming content on a regular basis. And I know that we're going to jump into even how people are consuming TV differently. It's all stemming from TikTok and what we're learning from user habits there.
0: Yeah. And The New York Times somehow got a leaked copy of an internal document specifically focused on the algorithm. And so many of us marketers want to understand how the algorithms work because we know that it's not just any video on TikTok that's going to get exposure. So from what you understand, what is it about the algorithm that was revealed in some of this internal stuff that was leaked to New York Times that we maybe need to understand?
1: Absolutely. You know, we hear algorithm, and that's exactly where we want to go. But I do believe that from these leaked documents, it wasn't just the algorithm that was shown, it was also the values. And I want to jump at like really the big picture of this conversation. And somebody in the comments even mentioned, do we think that TikTok is a search engine of sorts? And so that's another thing that we want to be considering as well is that it's not just thinking about the platform algorithmically in terms of what is being recommended in real time, but again, how they are seeping into every single type of habit. And so absolutely TikTok has become its own search engine and now it's being recommended on Google search engines. And so what I mean by that is we want to be clever in terms of the way that AI as well as search engines are recognizing what content is being shown. And so I'm going to give you something really tactical right now. If you are a marketer, if you are a content creator is all right, how can we optimize our videos for that? They have AI that's picking up on words that you say out loud. They can see the words that are in your captions. They can see the words that are in any bullets or text that you're using throughout the video, words in the title card, and words in the lower third captions. And so absolutely, you should be optimizing those for discoverability and search. And think about what people are using and websites that might be able to help you figure out what people are actually searching for. And you can also think about that in terms of the hashtags as well. And that jumps into the algorithm to in terms of how items are recommended. Now here's the thing. A while back, TikTok actually revealed some of the factors that go into that algorithm selection, such as watch time, such as text, such as music and discoverability. And again, I want you to remember the algorithm doesn't necessarily know one thing for the next. For example, the word house, it might not know that it's a house, but it knows that you watched a lot of videos about homes. And so it's going to suggest you to other people who are perhaps looking in the space of home buying or staging or DIY or real estate, what have you. But what we saw in these leaked documents, and now I'm coming full circle back to it, wasn't just secrets to how you can get your video to go viral. Because again, even if you were to use a trending song, it's not going to make your video go viral. It's just going to recommend you to other people who are watching videos with that same song and that familiarity that boosts. But what we saw from these leaked documents are also Ultimately, the ways in which they want people to participate in the platform. And one of the things that came up a lot is the fact that they want to put their creators' first. They want to find more ways for their creators to make money. They also don't want people to get burnt out from the same type of content over and over and over. And so while it is helping to recommend content to you in a similar category, it's also going to give you a couple of refreshing moments to keep a little bit of variety and maintain your attention so that that way you're not going down a deep, dark rabbit hole of burnout. And that's really important here. And I even want to touch on that word creator before I get too carried away is TikTok's really changing what that word means. And notice how they say creator, not influencer, because they want to acknowledge the fact that whether you're filming on your phone or you're taking the time to find a location and use a magical production crew, they do see you as having a gift of being able to connect with people and put footage together when people are consuming. And they're putting so many different groups and initiatives and educational opportunities together for their creators. and. And when you look around at the group, they're not just Gen Z quote unquote influencers. They are business owners. They are doctors. They are lawyers. They are marketers. And so we're starting to see that differently in that you have this intelligent collaborative of humans wanting to figure out how they can tell their stories more effectively, reach more people, and potentially create new sources of revenue. And so while as a marketer, you might be really focused on helping your client promote their service or promote their product understand that there are new ways generated from TikTok, whether it's tipping or in streaming shopping or food delivery, they want to make it as easy as possible for you to actually be able to monetize, which also helps more people to stay on the
0: platform too. Thank you. And in the document, they talked about four objectives. Number one is the value of the user, the everyday person. And then they talked about the long-term value of the user. These are two of their four objectives. So they're thinking long-term, right? That's why they don't want someone to burn out like you mentioned earlier, right? Mm -hmm. And then they talk about the value for the creator and then they talk about the value for the platform last. So it seems like they're getting really, really smart about this. And speaking of creators, those of us that have business accounts or whatever they call them, I don't know if they call them business accounts, but there's some sort of new royalty-free music commercial library. Can you talk to us about what that is and what that might mean?
1: Absolutely. So – The platform has been doing its best to certainly unbrand themselves from being musically. And I think it's important to recognize that record labels are still trying to decide all right, what is our relationship with TikTok? Do we need to just lean in and start creating music that is meant for the short form video consumption and dancing and trends? Are we going to play nice with them? Are we going to give them some sort of rights or usage to promote? But then there's always that gray area too. Well, if you're an influencer or a creator or a business, would that then infringe upon the The whole idea of commercial rights and having to pay for certain things. And so a while back, TikTok began to test what's called the Promo Plus music library, which it's inside of your app. And as a creator or as a business, you have access to that. In some cases, you only have access to that. But what we're also starting to see is TikTok creating more desktop functionality. For example, you can now schedule posts on TikTok.com from your desktop. We have a variety of different places like TikTok for business and the creator marketplace that are available on your desktop. And another one is the TikTok design studio that is now making it easier for you to be able to create content again from desktop and again for businesses so that you don't run into any of the commercial trendy music things. And and now you have access to a whole royalty-free music library that is safe for you to use and it's conveniently available to you.
0: What's great about this is there are 600,000 pre-approved, I guess, what they're calling them tracks that you can use in your ads or in your commercial content. Speaking of commercials, what a pivot, TikTok TV is now available in North America. Like what the heck is that? (laughs)
1: Okay. So here's the thing, Mike, I want to say it's probably been about two, maybe actually three or four years now since I've cut the cord. And granted, I've now subscribed to a whole bunch of other things, (laughs) perhaps paying more than when I cut the cord, but I digress. And the reality is, is that when I'm explaining TikTok to people, what I say is, you know, initially you're given a whole smorgasbord of content. I, full disclosure, deleted and downloaded the app three times before the light bulb went off. And now to me, it is the happiest place on earth. For me, I actually, in many senses, will prefer to watch TikTok over say whatever I have of the equivalent of me watching TV. And the reason for that is because at this point, I feel like TikTok can read my soul and it is guaranteed smiles. Okay. Before the slogan was, you got to see this, it was make your day. TikTok wanted to make your day by bringing value, making you feel less alone and giving you some sort of hope, optimism. And, And in fact, a lot of research shows, Nielsen put out a report a couple of years ago, that people actually feel better after spending extended periods of time on the platform. And if you saw in 2021, TikTok actually exceeded watch time ahead of Facebook and YouTube. So of course, it makes sense that we're seeing this rise of what's called TikTok TV, where you're going to be allowed to be able to consume TikTok, not just on your phone, but on big screens and devices in your ordinary life. We see TikTok TV on American Airlines, for example, and And now we're seeing uh, a collaboration with Amazon where you can not just have your own personal experience where I have this running joke with one of my best friends, how sometimes the way we actually spend time together is we're both on our phones (laughs) streaming through TikTok and we're just sending each other the URL of the link that is making us both laugh. Now we can actually watch TikTok on our screens and scroll through the For You page in that type of a way. And we're going to start seeing TikTok pop up on more screens. And we're going to start seeing some TikTok original programming. We've been seeing hints of TikTok podcasts. We've been seeing hints of sponsored content on the Discover page. And I really truly believe that it's going to turn into its own media conglomerate and that that's actually going to be the future of marketing for the ways that we are showing our businesses and brands as well.
0: So right now it looks like it's available on Amazon Fire TV, Mm -hmm. also on Google TV, Android TV, LG Smart TVs, and Samsung Smart TVs. It doesn't look like it's available yet on the Apple device, but that's cool. I can imagine people right now with Apple can just throw their little phone right up on the TV and watch it. So that's pretty cool. All right. We've got a whole bunch of other things to talk about. TikTok taps something called Atmosphere. I mean, I don't even know what this means, but tell me, what's the story here?
1: Okay, Mike, so you know how sometimes you go to the gas station and then you have that screen that pops up that starts talking about the news or a recipe or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so really similar to that, it's going to be just like that. Whether you're walking into a store or a restaurant or maybe a fad's food chain or pumping your gas, Ah. now we're going to start seeing some TikTok programming in there. Now, TBD on what that's going to look like, and I think there's going to be a lot of room to evolve. It could be very similar to TikTok TV, but again, we're seeing more and more tappage of actual, original, sponsored programming. So whether that means that you have a brand that's taking over, maybe we'll have a concert series or a music series, or who knows, maybe a whole cooking selection or a recipe selection. I mean, the ways in which TikTok has truly transformed businesses, and in some cases overnight, You know, by seeing that omnipresence of TikTok, it's going to be difficult to ignore. In the same way that we thought, oh, there's no way that you would ever watch YouTube on anything other than your computer... And now, of course, we very much watch YouTube on our phones, on our TVs. Now there's YouTube TV. I really, truly believe that something very similar will happen as a result of TikTok. And here's also, too, where I hear a lot of pushback, especially from Our older generation, myself included, is this is, oh, it's ruining our attention spans. And oh my gosh, people don't have attention spans anymore. I would actually push back and differ. People still very much have attention spans. They just have a lower tolerance for some of the BS and the fluff that they don't want that's interrupting the things that they actually enjoy. People will still spend hours watching Netflix and people very much spend hours upon hours on that TikTok for you page. But how wonderful it is that. For example, if say a commercial comes on while you're listening to the radio or you're watching TV and you're trying to find something with TikTok, if you don't like something, you just swipe and how cool it is that it randomly starts picking out something that it thinks that you will like. And more often than not, it will. And it'll actually make you feel better or give you that thing that you didn't know you needed. And that's pretty
0: cool. This next thing is going to shock people. (laughs) TikTok is launching delivery only restaurants. Like what in the United States (laughs) this March? Okay. That seems completely out of left field. I know Mr. Beast did something like this with Beast Burger or something. Is this kind of what they're trying to do or what what do you think's going on here?
1: Yeah, they absolutely are. And in case you're not familiar. So what ended up happening is Mr. Beast created this whole beast burger delivery service that had kind of like this ghost restaurant is what it's called. And wherever you were, you had the ability to order these meals. And this company, you know, a virtual dining experience, you know, they are constantly working and collaborating with not just creators, but celebrities. And it is the perfect match where with TikTok, my goodness, When we think about some of the trends that happened last year, one of them being, for example, a feta pasta and feta was selling out everywhere. It just goes to show that TikTok wants to be able to make you feel like you're a part of the experience. It wants you to not be stuck in what's happening online, but to be able to take that offline. And by making shopping as convenient as possible, by making food and meal delivery as easy as possible, especially when everything that was the last couple of years and some of us have perhaps an unhealthy codependency on food delivery (laughs) and convenience. I mean, again, this just goes to show to the way. In which TikTok is listening to their users, to their creators, identifying opportunities of where they can monetize, of where they can help local businesses, of where they want other communities to be a part of what's actually going on. We need to be paying attention to the ways in which TikTok is doing business. Because again, it's not a matter of them eliminating anything, it's just making things even more convenient. And that's what's so very important.
0: Okay. We are not done yet. They've launched a discord server for their fans. Okay. Like what the heck? (laughs) You know, talk to me about this. Absolutely. That's not even their platform, which is kind of weird, you know?
1: I know, I know. But Discord is a way that a lot of Gen Z is certainly communicating off of the platform and at all hours of the day. And now, I mean, Mike, I know that you're very much getting into crypto and NFTs. Discord is kind of just one of those hubs of how you communicate with people who are holders and who want to learn more and get a sense of the community. I'll be honest, even though I feel like Discord is one of the love languages of Web3, it sort of takes me back to like the Web1 point
0: know. Oh, it's so old fashioned. Where it's
1: like AOL chat rooms. Yeah. It's
0: forums and everything. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And so for those of you who are unfamiliar, like that's what it feels like. I feel like every single time I hop into a discord, I want to say ASL. (laughs) Like that's how you connect with people. But again, it just goes to show how they're listening. And what a lot of people don't realize about TikTok is that one of the ways that TikTok sets itself apart from every other platform Is the comments, is the community. And so to have a place like Discord, where I don't know entirely how this is going to work, but when I see a lot of the best Discord channels and how they are, even in terms of filling out a support ticket, being aware of announcements and in real time, getting to communicate with people who are in charge of community and management, and also just in general, when we have social media, you know, it allows for you to remind yourself that you're never really alone and how cool that you would have this platform that even if you're not actively creating content, you can have conversations and in real time with people. Again, it's just one more way that they can create different touch points with their people and make them feel like they are being Heard. And that's the most important thing. Like, let's just be really real for a minute. What's marketing all about? You want your client to see themselves in you. You want your community to feel like they matter because hopefully they do. And so, Discord, ultimately, it's one more method of communication. It's one more touch point. It's one more place where they want to be able to connect. Because let's just be real in the year that is 2020, 2021, 2022, you can say that we're getting more meta and that. We're getting more digital, but ultimately when we're getting more meta, when we're getting more digital, when we're creating more of these platforms, it's just creating more of those physical touch points to try to create a real human experience.
0: So there's a new weekly live show coming on TikTok and some sort of collaboration with Buzzfeed. Do you know anything about this?
1: Again, this just goes to show that I truly do believe that what we're going to start seeing out of TikTok, but again, as TikTok blazing the trail for everybody else, is them becoming a true media conglomerate, okay? This isn't just TikTok being a platform. It's TikTok being a brand, a lifestyle brand. I really truly do believe that what we're going to start seeing is TikTok becoming a network with original programming, a lot of it, and on multi-different types of touch points, TV shows, maybe reality TV shows, bringing creators together, you know, bringing people from TikTok together. What's pretty cool is that TikTok is encouraging other employees having their own TikTok profiles and platforms where they don't have to just talk about TikTok. So I think we're going to start seeing more of that for sure. Even in similarly to how, say, like TMZ has done it in the past.
0: It's really crazy how fast just in the last year TikTok has evolved. I mean, there's just so many new things. You've got uh, TikToks going to three minutes. You've got all these new ad things. You've got all these things we just talked about today. And as a marketer, it can feel very overwhelming. And there's a place where you can go to learn all this stuff from people like Giselle. And that place is Social Media Marketing World. And it's coming up this March. And I want you all to come on to San Diego and enjoy this event. And if you don't want to travel, we've got a streaming ticket option. Grab your ticket at socialmediamarketing.world. Giselle, if people want to discover more about you, first of all, why don't you verbally tell for the podcast listeners where they can find you on TikTok and any other place that you want to send them?
1: Absolutely. Come find me on TikTok, come find me on Instagram. I am Giselle Ugardi. That's G I S E L L E U G A R T E. I do have a TikTok course called TikTok Accelerator and actually when I was on the podcast, I'm pretty sure we had a code called SME, which I have not disabled it. So I would be willing to bet that you could probably still use that code at giselleugardi.com/tiktok, but my DMs are always open and I am very much a friend of this Community. I will actually be helping Social Media Marketing Society next week, <laughs> leading a presentation there. You'll catch me on the YouTube channel, and I will be in San Diego for Social Media Marketing World. So I'm excited to see Woo-hoo! more in person this year.
0: Gisela Ugardi everywhere, folks, follow her. She's doing absolutely amazing things. And one last thing, for those of you that are watching this live and you want to catch the future episodes, but you might not be on the socials, we have a podcast. It's called the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. Those of you that are listening to the podcast, hey, we stream live across all the social channels. Go watch it live on YouTube if you want to see Giselle live. All right, folks, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody.
1: Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com.
0: Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.